Welcome into the Tickets Basketball Postgame Show. Featuring Derek Pearson and former Husker and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! You're gonna go out of here as the Big Eight Tournament Champion. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome to 93.7 Ticket Post Game Show. I'm DP. We got the Husker Hall of Famer Eric Strickland, Big Sky running the board. Let's bring in, let's bring in Strick. Let's bring in Big Bro. Let him, let, let us know what'd you see, Strick? What'd you see? We got his ears on. Everything is set up correctly. I think I think we can hear uh, him. I, I, I didn't have. Um... I didn't have the headphones on. There we go. There we go. It's okay, big, 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 bro. What'd you see tonight, man? Talk to me. Um, so again, it it's like yeah, thirty six. I mean, thirty four, thirty three minutes of basketball, and um, and then just it's those small little things. We we we. I mean, it's it's the it's the same picture. You know, it's you know they play their butt off. I mean, I think what was indicative of the night was um i think with what is it like three minutes 30 seconds uh, left in the game Mm -hmm. crucial time Mm -hmm. hawkins misses a a layup the ball comes off Mm -hmm. he tips it back up the ball comes off and he tips it back in and everybody's standing there watching him that's that those are situations where you've got to fight for your life you're fighting for a win at home against a top 25 team and they're out fighting you and and that that's that's i mean look they played a great game I mean, they played their butt off i mean they 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 did so many things good and again it's just the small little things that are just costing them these games and and uh you know couple rebounds I'm watching Tamanagas could go get it but they out hustle them so it's hustle points it's 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 little scrappy things that they do in the first half I mean they boxed their butt they checked they looked at people they made sure you know they they stayed on the game plan a couple of instances where you know you get you get the big fella uh, you know Kofi uh, in the paint based on the game plan he misses. You've got to have five people in the paint. You cannot stand out there watching those guys. You've got to either check, box your guy, or you've got to get in there and secure that rebound. And it's 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 again, it's just the small things. They played they played a good game tonight for the most part. They started off on fire. They shot the ball really well. They did all of the things. They ran their sets. It looked like they just got. <clears throat> it looks like they hit a spurt in there where they didn't know where it was going to come from. It was, it, 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 you know, when it gets tight, it seems like they get hectic and a little bit erratic, whereas there was some stability earlier in the part in the first half of the game. And it just seems like when it gets later in the game, it just it's it doesn't settle as easier as it does. Now, I like what Bryce McGowan did at the end that, you know, as the announcer said, that that's the type of stuff you want to see when it's a two point game and it's 
that's the type of attack you want to see. Not, you know, not, not when it's over, when it's still matters. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you hate to say there's still lessons to be learned, but he did, the announcer did say something as well as I was thinking is that, I mean, this is a senior laden team. This team has, you know, their starting lineup, you know, starts four, four seniors and one junior in Kofi. Mm-hmm. So they know where they're at, what they're doing, what they're going to run, who they're going to, and how they're going to execute. And you, you, you saw that definitely tonight. Strick, it was, it was a weird thing. So Illinois wins at 81 71. It was, it was, it was a, a tie game. And then the late run, I was paying attention to seven. Oh, right. Seven. Oh, that opened it up. Yeah. Right. Paying attention to the numbers. And at, at, at one point, Nebraska's one rebound behind Illinois at 22, 21, they finished 11 rebounds behind. So in the, in the, in the, in the final eight minutes, Illinois out rebounded them. Um, by 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 eight in the final eight minutes, and it's crucial. Like I don't I don't I've been around teams who understood what rebound required, mm-hmm. and it's the real deeply ingrained lessons that you do when you're fatigued. Yep. And my coach used to say, "Fatigue make, makes cowards of us all." And you got to do your work early. Right. Those, those, what you just said, what you just said, and do your work early. If you do your work early, you don't got to work late. Well, but that's, this that's, but they, this team hasn't learned that defensively right. late in games. And Look, they, they, they defend ball one pass away in either direction in full. In mm-hmm. full. It's that two pass away defender that's in the fake hustle right now. Mm-hmm. And what right what it looks at and, and and it's that adage that listen, if you haven't defended before the ball reaches your your the guy you're defending, it's mm-hmm. too late. Like you've got to do your work before the ball gets there. And mm-hmm. this team hasn't recognized that in the Big Ten, that second pass is quicker, crisper, and on time. Mm-hmm. And that's a big part of this. Look, they defended their tails off for for thirty minutes, mm-hmm. but you gave up twenty some points in the final in the final eight minutes. Like you can't you can't put all that work in. Look, you held this team to thirty seven percent from the field early on, and then that dropped. Then that became forty seven percent. Like that late run of, of of big shots by Illinois was a difference maker, and. They yep. knew where they were going to get their buckets because they'd been in deep water before. Without Kofi in right? the game. Right. They knew. Well, and yeah. I, what I loved, and I got Frazier's energy. Like, I got the players that they had coming off the bench and their energy, right? I understood where that energy was coming from. But they brought in people who gave them six blocks off the bench. Mm-hmm. Right? I, it was like, wait a minute. This is what this is to get four steals from a guy that has it going on and Frazier gave him 29 points on 18 shots. Mm-hmm. Right. That kind of efficiency and gave them, led them in assists. Mm-hmm. So there were opportunities, missed opportunities more, more so um, lots to talk about in that. The numbers will, will, will speak to it. Uh, Nebraska, Illinois shot 47 from the field, Nebraska 45, eight, 
Uh, Illinois shot 36-8 from, from three points. Nebraska shot 50. Look, they only took 12 threes tonight. They, did, they answered the call to what people had been talking about. Take fewer threes. Let's see what happens. Um, but, again, <laughs> if, if you're not going to allow the mid-range game, the, those, free throws, those field, field goal attempts get a little stickier late. Like, that's just the way it works if you can't make them defend, defend three levels. Um, Nebraska shot made 11 of 14 from the free throw line. Illinois 12 of 19. A 42-31 rebounding advantage uh, by the Illini. Uh, nine turnovers for Illinois. Uh, 11 for Nebraska. And, again, five of those were in the final nine minutes. Um, eight blocks for Illinois, right? That, that, that Stop right there. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about, right? They're 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 losing your. You, when are you going to say to yourself, "I'm going to draw this guy"? They're tossing all of our stuff into the freaking stands. I'm going to draw this guy. Yes, I beat him. I did my job. Big fella comes over. I've got to make the next play. Mm-hmm. That's part of the problem. But let's look. Let's look counteractive. Frazier. On two occasions in the 7-0 run, late, mm-hmm. drives to the basket, hits a guy in the corner, bang. Next time, drive to the basket, baseline, same, same, look, it looked like the exact same drive, mm-hmm. gets, gets cut off, mm-hmm. they cut off the corner the next time, mm-hmm. he whips a pass, knowing, knowing, reading it. Whips a pass to the top of the key to Granderson. Boom, another three. Mm-hmm. Just like that. That's the difference. Now, um, a couple of instances with regards to our port guard play, uh, two deeps of drive. Even the announcer saw it. I, I, I'm like, I'm sitting here like he's, go, he's going too deep. Turnovers four times. Kobe Webster did it once. Verge three times. Mm-hmm. They're going too deep. Now, the one time he did make a great play was about the uh, it was probably in the first half, uh, ten minute actually second half ten minute mark. Great penetration didn't go too deep. Finds Wilcher wide open at the top of the key. That's the type of stuff they got to they've got to be able to make the, the 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 mental take the mental pictures of that and make those adjustments because DP you could not tell me that if you shoot. The same percentage as this team mm-hmm. tonight. Mm-hmm. You shoot fifty percent from the three. Mm-hmm. You shoot seventy nine percent, and they shoot sixty three. Mm-hmm. You only have eleven turnovers. Mm-hmm. Everything in that box score looks the same, other than the recipe, mm-hmm. the rebounds, mm-hmm. and fifteen offensive rebounds. and And I venture to say eight of those More was late, 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 late. was unhustle. Was just unhustle. Just they outworked you, or you didn't go get it, or you watched them go get three of them in a row, Moses Malone style. Yep. That's that's the well. Think, t- take take those late possessions uh, under five minutes where there were five offensive rebounds. If you take those number away, they, it's ten six for the for the entire ball game, and it's a different game. Th- that's a different game. Like it's a different game, and that, but 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 this is this is what we keep talking about, and what what boggles my mind a little bit, Strick. In this type of, of system, there is a decision line. Like, there is a, a purposeful decision line for whoever is on the dribble drive to the basket where they have to make a decision. Mm-hmm. 
Like, it's triple option. Look, jump, stop, get to your decision line, make a decision. You're either going to pull up, shoot the jumper, you're going to continue to the basket, you're going to jump, stop, pivot, kick out, or you're going to dish, right? Simple, simple work. And they continually don't get to that line mm-hmm. and make the decision where the decision needs to be made. Mm-hmm. Like you and can't. Then you're in trouble. Yeah, like at that point, you you you're going in deep, literally going in deep water, mm-hmm. where there are two sharks and three sharks. And if you're not knocking down threes, then they're not going to. The help defenders are going to sink into the paint. They are not going to ki- jump. Worry about the jump shooters in the corner because you're not, they're not knocking down the shots. Even at shooting fifty percent, this team only took twelve, and I, I think the numbers are right. Seven of those were in the first ten minutes, mm-hmm. right? So there's 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 so many things that you just go, wow, you know, finish this thing, like f- figure out how to continually do the things that work. But this team has a problem when pressure happens and not knowing how to finish games. And the only way to learn how to finish games is to actually figure it out. Um, we do want to go to the text line. Uh, one person says, one guy got four rebounds in one possession. Yeah, that was the late one under three minutes. And it was a backbreaker. It was an absolute backbreaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one said, uh, the other texture says, I, I, think, I feel like we set terrible screens. We screen air half the time. Yeah, because there's a mesh that, that whoever, the whether it's Verge or Webster or Bryce or whoever it is, they need to rub. Rub that defender off the off the pick like it's their yep. job to get their player to the pick level and give Derek Walker leverage like because Derek can't chase them he has to literally drive big sky into the heart area of of, of Derek Walker and then rub off and they don't do it enough the texture's right it 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 wasn't awful for for the whole game. But it was terrible in the final 12 minutes. Let's be honest. Let's be honest right there, DP. That's what Frazier does. He does not take unnecessary unnecessary dribbles or moves. He's efficient with everything he does. That's why his ratio was five to one. Because he he doesn't he doesn't over dribble. He doesn't hold on to it and need. 20 you know dribbles to get to one spot that that's the difference between solid point guard play and you know just point guard well he put yeah he plays with the full stride like there there's no there's no mini purpose yeah there's no mini dribble for him yeah it's not necessary and some of that strength like he's stronger than 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 the two nebraska point guards and we understood that but they kept allowing him to catch in dangerous space Mm-hmm. And they never pushed them corner. They never pushed him to the wing. It was always I'm going to give up, concede leverage, and let him decide which angle he wants to get to. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, play him fat, flat, and push. Like that's the rule, right? You you, you flatten as a defender. If you're not going to take away his his strong hand, you flatten as a defender and push him, you know, side to side. That never happened. It mm-hmm. just never happened. Um, couple more texts. Uh, said Illinois wasn't interested in Nebraska night. That's why it was close. Um, I don't agree with that because I I talked to Illinois. No, they played. No, no, they I talked. No, no, we talked to Illinois people before this. This this one meant something to them, uh, and they thought it was going to be a gotcha game, so they were prepared for it. Um, it's uh, another texture says seems like Hoiberg isn't following through on sitting guys to take bad shots or stupid turnovers. Stupid turnovers is, is it relative? Stupid turnovers are relative. 
because you're not running plays, you're giving you're you're giving them decisions to make, which is different. Um, some of the bad shots, yeah. I think he did a, a decent job of getting those people out of the game with the game's flow. Because <laughs> he wasn't going to just pull them like he pulled he pulled somebody with like two seconds left because it was it was a stoppage in play. He was trying to not mess with momentum when Nebraska had it. So that's another part of it. Uh Strick, it was it was to go deeper into it, right? And somebody said the shot selection is horrific. Let me ask you about shot selection. You, if you're Coach Strick, what do you say in the in the locker room about shot selection? I mean, again, it goes back to the efficiency of it, right? If it takes you five dribbles, it should never take you five dribbles to get by somebody, <laughs> right? right. If, if it takes you five dribbles to dribble from side to side just to try to beat somebody, mm-hmm. you've got the ball too long. And, and and at Nebraska in this system, yes, uh, the, we're not talking NBA. We're not talking Steph Curry. We're no. not talking Westbrook. We're not talking that. We're talking no. here in this system as this team needs to play to be successful. That's what I'm talking. Great, great point. That's exactly what I'm talking about. In, 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 the way they have to do it, if you can't get by them in two to two to three dribbles, and when I say get by them, it's got to be straight line. If you're not straight line by you classic, so to speak, mm-hmm. to the rim, mm-hmm. you you need to make the play the next. You need to, okay, if you're going to continue to pursue it, they're settling on you now. You, you, you're not getting to the basket at that point. If you, sh- if you shoot one-legged fadeaways at that point, that's horrible. If you come down and shoot a challenged – three off the fast break and you ain't hit three straight that's a bad shot it's like there's criterias to bad shots when you're losing mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. that needs to be established what what i mean even if you've got to take a whole session you know and and i mean i mean put it on film that's a bad shot that's a bad i mean i i'd probably make them right now i'd probably make them take a test you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Multiple choice. You've been a part of those tests. Watching yeah, the yeah, film. Yeah, yeah. You got to watch the film. Yeah. I need a grade on what you know is a bad shot. <laughs> because if you don't know, then, okay, you don't know. But <laughs> you need to know. Yeah, like, that. at this point, they, like, it, this is this is game 17, <laughs> right? And you they know, like, if Derek Walker facing facing the monster understands what a good shot is and a bad shot is. Nobody's going to have work have to work harder to get a good shot than Derek Walker. Right? Before the before the ball everything he took was a good shot. Right. You're right, DP. Go ahead. Through every bit of pre pre entry work, right? Posting Mm -hmm. and reposting. Derek Walker put himself in a situation where he was going to be in a high percentage area against the best big man we're gonna see. So if you if he can work for it in short space, and if for the sake of this discussion that 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 uh, Eduardo Andre at least understands what a good shot is, everybody else needs to know. Like everybody else needs to know, and I don't want to paint the the general wide sweeping that this was just an awful performance. I won't say that at all. 
what I will say to you is this. It was an, another missed opportunity. It was another missed opportunity. And that's where we put. So we'll throw it to break. We'll break down more of it. We'll get to your text, uh, whether it's in uh, any of the chat rooms. We'll get to those Those on the starter him and text line. We'll get to all of those. I'm DP. He's strict. Big Sky running everything. This is the 937 Ticket Postgame Show. Former Husker and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland, on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back. 81-71, the Huskers fall to the fight in the lineup. Uh, Illinois closed the game on a 16-6 run in the final three minutes plus. Opportunities missed. Uh, I was asked on the text line, please describe the difference between missed opportunity and a bad performance. If, I, if, if a team shoots in Power 5 basketball, shoots 50% from three on 12 attempts and 75% from the free throw line, uh, plus minus good on, the, on assist to turnover, and you're within a basket at the three, at the four-minute mark, yeah, you're in the game. You, you have every opportunity and every, every, every right to win that game. You got their best player in foul trouble and sent him to the bench. At that moment, I looked at Big Sky and said, okay, now we got a ball game. From that moment forward, it was 16-6. Missed opportunity. The bad performance, look, we've seen the bad performance where they go and shoot, you know, 29% from the field and they shoot, uh, you know, 22% from three. We've seen that. This one was a Auburn, right? Right. Like we've seen, we see Auburn and Rutgers. We've seen the bad performances, but this was a missed opportunity. So I, I think for me, I mean, strict. Maybe you you can explain it differently or better than I did. But the difference between missed opportunity and a bad performance. <clears throat> missed opportunity is is basically in a similar manner of what I what I just spoke to you with, right? You have a team that is in the top twenty five. They're shooting under thirty percent. In the, in the same like that, uh, if you had watched the game before that, where Rutgers played Penn State, three and one Rutgers on the road, marginal at best, maybe a bad Penn State team. Mm-hmm. But Penn State locks them down and holds them to 30, like 35, 36% shooting mm-hmm. when they just blistered Nebraska for 50 and 50 percent on both and just did anything they wanted right 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 you have this team shooting in the 30s and they end up in the 40s missed opportunity Mm -hmm. you have this team who has one of the best big men who is averaging double double 22 and 15 ish he's in in the teens and his rebound numbers isn't crazy when you're a bad rebounding team missed opportunity yeah they shoot 60 something percent in the in the free throw line and you shoot in in, in the upper uh, 70s and you have a missed opportunity mm-hmm. so then you have to look at what was the missed opportunity the missed opportunity then turns to the little things 
It's the hustle point. Mm -hmm. It's the balls being scrapped around. It's the ball hitting off Kobe, I mean, off of CJ Wilcher's head. And it pops up on the rim. You and three others are there. Mm -hmm. But one of their guys says, I'm going to get this thing and goes and gets it. Missed opportunity. So those are those. That's the difference. I would like, you know, if that's the best way, metaphorically, you know, to show you and, and to speak light to it, that's the best way I would be able to say it. Strict for got, you to understand. got another one for you from the Sardar Hammond text line. Maybe more sets to get Tamanaga open threes. Doesn't need much time to get a shot off. He can get hot fast, and his energy is infectious. What say you? I mean, and that's the that's the thing, right? I thought they did some good things in their free flow offense. But I still think they've got to be times when early on you have Tamanaga hot. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to run a couple of things, not necessarily to have him coming off screens, but misdirection. You know, at the same time, you have a 70-point shooter, 70-point, uh, um, you know, average and walker uh, from the field goal percentage where you can run a misdirection have everybody in their mama load. Mm-hmm. You weak side it to lap man at the top. Quick drive. And, and you can tell it. You can run this as a set. Quick drive. If you don't help, I pull up. If the basket's open, I go to dunk it or put it in the basket. Yeah. If if they come off of, off of me to try to stop my penetration, boom, Tamanaga in the corner. I mean, it doesn't have to be you have to run him off screens to try to get it, but there's ways to run misdirection stuff. You, I just think they've got to find ways when guys are hot to get them the ball. I still think that there were opportunities with, with Walker inside. He was getting some stuff he wanted in there. Yep. You know, and, and you know, they go to I, – I, okay, I'll give you an example. There was one period of time where they had a switch. And I can't remember if it was Verge or Kobe Webster. They had a switch. They had a small forward on him. I'm immediately going there because there's a shot opportunity that comes out of that. They've got to either help. They've got to double. They've got to do something. So you've got to be able to ascertain and and, and just cerebrally pick up these types of things and situations and they're just not doing it. So they allow the guys, you don't see it. So you allow the guys to switch back and everybody gets back. And now you're in, in try to figure it out. mode. I just think it's, 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 it's just some cerebral stuff, some IQ stuff that sometimes gets missed. Yeah. It, it, you're right. That, that the decision-making is still an issue which at game 17 is a little bit concerning, right? That that we're not getting to the things that are being coached in this system. The rules are the same no matter who runs the system. So it's easy to see what's being honored and what isn't being honest. Like there's a way to make anybody pay. When they concede something, you're supposed to take the other thing in order for this thing to be punished. Like they need to be punished. Nebraska didn't punish in the final four minutes. They did not punish in the final four minutes. And I, I still say this. If Derek Walker's going getting going toe-to-toe with, with, with Kofi, um, feed the dude. Feed him. Like, I'm, I'm, if that's your most efficient player, 
intelligence says that we need to at least give ourselves that opportunity, highest efficiency, the thing with the most options along the way. And I do not want to miss and bury the lead in watching how Derek played against Kofi tonight. Like, I don't want to bury the lead. Dude was 7 of 11 from, from, from the field for 14.7 boards. If we said before the season starts, okay, in a head-to-head matchup, this is kind of what you're going to get from it, everybody's pretty much happy. Mm-hmm. Where what we're not happy. It's a wash. Right, right. Like, the, you, you played them even. And then you say, well, you know, is Frazier going to give you 29, 29 and 5? The answer is no. The answer is no, but he did. Right? But he did. It was like, oh, ooh, we, we, didn't, we didn't defend. We didn't plan on – like, we didn't game plan for that. Now, uh, the Texas pointed out, and, of course, the Big Ten, uh, Big Ten Network folks have, have accounted for this as well, that Underwood just said we were fine letting Bird shoot 25 times tonight. Kind of says uh, they don't. They didn't think he could beat them. I'll say this: <laughs> if, if Lonzo Verge takes twenty-five shots, um, it's not a good night of basketball for Nebraska. So you take away, you put pressure, additional help on Bryce, right? To take away some of the things that Bryce wants to do, you put additional help. They didn't think they needed help again on Derek Walker with Kofi. They put pressure on on Tamanaga as a shooter. And then they float, and it was, okay, we're going to chase Lott off the three-point line. He was, he was the guy they were going to chase off the three. They were going to stay with Tominago on the three, but they were going to chase. They were going to help down low, and then they, so that Verge came through, he'd have another big to face, and make him kick the Lott and then chase Lott off the three and make him go with the mid-range game. They had a plan. And, again, for 30, 36 minutes, you were dead even. And you just don't know how to finish those games. And that's a statement of truth. The hardest thing in all of sports to do is to finish. And this team doesn't know how to do it yet. So I'll say kudos for 36 minutes of good basketball, right? Of competitive basketball. You fought. You you battled. Um, But you got to find out how to finish. And I think that's necessary. So, Strick, I'll ask you this. Um, If you're – Again, you're Coach Strickland, and you're getting the type of numbers that you're getting from the players that you're currently you're playing. Lots giving you, you know, four or five shots, three, four, and five shots the last several ball games. He did give you six rebounds. He battled. He got smacked on the head a couple of times. But six points a game is, is, is still not enough from that man for this team to do well. Bryce McGowan uh, Bryce gave you the flashes that we were expecting in preseason. Like, this was a version of McGowan's that we were hoping to see all season long. Still too many shots for for, for what he was doing because I think him driving to the paint is more beneficial. If you can get your voice to Bryce McGowan's ear, what are you saying to him tonight? Um... What, what, let, me, let, me, let me turn that question around real quick and then okay. I'll answer. Okay. Um... When he did take mid-range, and they weren't bad shots, all of them. Right. When he did take them, what happened with them? Where, where did, how did they, how did they fare? On your observation, mm-hmm. meaning were were they just off? Were they long? Were they short? Were they? That's what I mean. What I notice is that the so the the coach part of me is. If you, no, 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 no. I'm just asking. Well, no, it, no. What did you notice when he did get to those certain spots? 
and I'm saying they weren't all bad shots. How did those, how did they end up? Were the shots just way off, short, long? You know, they looked good. Well, he had two well, that looked good because they, they looked like they rolled out. Like, then you had one that was long in the, like, in the six-minute mark. And then, actually, he played stronger tonight. He shot stronger tonight than he has all season. Okay, so that's what your observation. Uh-huh. I would say that the majority of his shots were short. I thought he ele- the, the, I thought he the, got off his feet that's, that, vertical that's, that, better than he did the previous maybe game. vertical. Okay, but the problem is is he plays too straight up. Okay, so, so okay, so, so I guess that's why he's ending up short. He he's he's not able to get legs into it, and then he ends up holding it. So when so what I would what I would be working on peak shooting. With him, it's peak shooting. He's he's holding the ball too long because he doesn't have enough leg strength as he's getting to that 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 spot to pull up, or he has a little tilt back, mm-hmm. which causes him to fall short. Mm-hmm. So he needs to be going more vertical up, straight and down, mm-hmm. or even a little forward, okay. because a lot of his stuff is coming up short. It, That's what I noticed with him. Is that what happens when you are afraid? of landing or the shot being blocked? Is that? I, I would say that's what he has. Okay. That's probably what his his problem is. But that's the thing, because like, that's that's one of the things I loved about Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce didn't care. Yeah. He, didn't, he didn't see you. He's getting to a spot. Mm-hmm. It looked like it was a slow man's game when he got there. But when he rose, he didn't care where you were. I'm going straight up and down, and I'm putting giving you an eyeball sandwich and that's what Bryce has got to get to now I I, I I will say that I saw more dog in him in some of his penetrations tonight that I've seen all year yeah 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 I, I will I, give him credit for yeah that that's that I of, saw more dog well it looked again it looked like he was not fragile in his in his launch right that he actually went up with purpose he wasn't doing the flailing scrambling sort of sort of drive to the basket he was actually strong in his presence now once he got to the top of the shot and his load that seemed to be okay that's a little that's still a little young weak yeah a little yeah. young yeah that's what yeah. That, that's what that seemed like um we've got a couple of more wait, wait, real quick real quick uh-huh. what about what about the time that he did kind of go uh yeah cute well, that thing got pinned against well, the glass, right? Right. Well, 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 but this is when you. This is what we say to to guys who play, who play thin man game around the glass rim, etc. Don't go to the glass. Go to the go to the rim. Rim. Go to the rim. Like and, and even if you miss it, try to bang on their head because you might get a foul. Right. Like that's that's what I'm talking yeah. about. That's the thing that in maturity you do, because you you have less fear. And it's no, I need to I need to score. And the best way, the, the the safest way for me to score is just to put one on your head. And then to learn, like listen, you would expect more from him going forward. Because if you go get Kofi, you put Kofi on 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 the on the on the video, you're not afraid of anybody else in the big ten. So hopefully Maybe you, maybe Jackson, right? Well, yeah, well, the big, yeah, the, the, the su- no, no, the super big dude from uh, Purdue. He's like seven three. He's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. um, but I it just I, I like the idea that he he got aggressive. A couple more texts for you, Strick. Um, 
Yeah, I, some of these I don't have to read because we've, we've addressed them, and uh, <laughs> this is what this is. Uh, what's up, DP? What's up, Ray? Uh said it turned in late, tuned in late, uh, just in time to watch most of our team flat-footed circle around one of their guys as he just kept jumping up and putting in high effort with a rebound and put it back and eventually made the shot. All I could think was, yep, more of the same. That was an exceptional situation tonight. There were three instances where I thought, get off your feet. Like, yeah, get off I your feet. I think it was about three. Yeah, I, I, four. I didn't. Four, four at the most. Right. Like, I didn't see it in the huge volume that we normally see right. it in, especially against a team that's bigger than them. Like, yeah. But it was crucial. They were crucial. That was a backbreaker. Like, that <laughs> yeah. was a dagger. It was like all of – like, it was somebody who painted for 36 minutes and got up and got distracted and kicked over the paint and ruined the whole thing. Like, that's what it was like. Oh, you did all that work. <laughs> you did all that work, and then you just didn't finish. Like, you were just weren't careful enough to be finished. Um, Jay says this. Guys, the problem is that we're not a team. Example, CJ takes a three to cut it to one. We rebound a miss and push the ball up court, and CJ immediately throws up a long balance, off balance, a long off balance three without running us a stitch of offense. Selfish basketball. Each player individually tries to win the game by themselves instead of trusting each other and working the ball around for the best shot. And Bryce is so overrated, uh, has no jump shot. I thought of him being one and done as a joke. Uh, I've been a diehard, diehard Husker basketball fan for over 30 years, and this is the most frustrating team I've ever watched. Talent, but so selfish. Okay, Jay, so let me talk to you. Let me talk to you. We're all entitled to our own opinions. Uh, Bryce being overrated, every NBA talent evaluator disagrees with you. Every single one. Every single one. Uh, Fred Hoiberg tells these players that if you feel like you can make the shot, it's, if it's an open three, and that's the phrase that's used, open three, go ahead and take it. Go ahead and take it. He was Fred Hoiberg was not happy with that three. So you're right. That was not the shot you want to take in that situation. As they called it, it was a heat check. But that's the wrong time and place for a heat check. So I agree with that. Time, score, and situation. Right. That's the uh, you got to understand. Right. Um, now, I'm not telling anybody who's been a fan for 30 years how to feel about this team. Um, I'm the selfish thing. It pops up far too often for my comfort. Strick, what do you think? Is this a selfish basketball team? I think they really care. I just think, I just think they don't have an understanding of the structure of time, score, and situation to be able to make those decisions right now. And so, so I'm going to have some deference to them a little bit because it's tough to do that without chemistry of really, I mean, you saw an Illinois team that knew that they knew exactly where they were going to be. They, their spacing was, was impeccable. Their spacing was perfect though. They, you, you saw a team that, one, when you drove, overdrove, you didn't know where you were going with the ball. Mm-hmm. Then you threw the ball out of bounds. Or you mm-hmm. threw the ball. Mm-hmm. So so that's that's part of the difference between having a, a team that that has good chemistry and has played together for a while and has had the opportunity to do those types of things um, because there, there would be instances where I would – you know, with my teammates, when I played with them, I knew I knew where they were going to be. I knew Mikey 
if I drove to this baseline, I knew where Mikey Moore was going to be. I can find him. I knew where Jerron was going to be. I knew, I knew where they were going to be and I had options. So I didn't have to think about where anybody was going to be because we had spent some time together. Right. Right. So that's what I would say DP, you know, to answer that question with regard to, I just think they just haven't had enough time, you know, in the off season and with transfer portals and then guys coming in and then, you know, you're trying to get it done, but then you really don't have a good exhibition season and you really don't have a lot of time because of these COVID protocols. We used to get together and go hoop like, we would we hey we called each other up and we would go hoop so that way we can get an understanding of each other. I, I just don't think they have that same opportunities. Yeah, I I'm trying to figure out how to identify uh, the makeup of the team. I, I'll say this: um, Casey Tamanaga is is a scrappy dude. Like I, I I dig the fact that he's willing to defend bigger guys on the wing and run around and kind of take take elbows to the top of the forehead and. I want him to put his neck in there and rebound a little bit more. I, 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 hear you. I, I want right. I want You're him right. I want him safe for another year, bro. That's a little dude. That's a little dude in there with grow folks. Um, the text <laughs> you sent him. You said he ain't built for, like he ain't been eating mama's food, man. He 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 needs to change his body before you send him send him in there amongst the giants. Um, Texas says this: uh, need to shoot more threes. Free throws equal foul trouble for the other team. Uh, free throws equal free points. They were eleven for fourteen tonight. Illinois took five more free throws than they did, and again, a bulk of those were in the final four minutes. So I think, and and remember, I, I'll ask you this trick because I always think of it that it's tougher to go take those aggressive type drives when there's a Kofi in the lane. In the lane, like you're going to get your shot thrown into the fifteenth row, right? You can hope for a foul, but he's big enough to not have to foul you to block your shot. Like he's not gangly, he's not awkward. He's vertical pretty quickly. And he's got quick bounce, so I'm not sure that it's that easy to get consistently and constantly to the free throw line against Kofi when in Illinois. What say you, uh, Strick? When, when attacking big shot blockers, yeah, you want to go at them in theory, but is that what this Nebraska team wants to do? So if you're going to do it, you've got to do it like Bryce did a couple of times. The other way you do it is by straight line drives where they he has to make a decision where then you have an option. It can't be cross cross body where he has exposure to the glass. It's got to be straight line drive where he has to make a decision where you can show it to him on one side, mm-hmm. finish on the other, or you can get enough into his body, create space, but if you try to launch without without taking that either extra dribble and jump where you hit him in his chest and create space and 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 push the ball the ball out, extend the ball out, and where you can finish, mm-hmm. you leave him alone. If you have to jump uh, outside the free throw line or at the dotted or anything like that, pass that thing. Because it's getting it's getting tossed, and that's Those grown guys and, way too good a timing. Yeah, and that's grown man territory. Like he's a big body; he's not just a tall body. He is a big body. So if you, yeah, you if know, you're not me, if you're not like big, big shouldered, where I can I can get one extra dribble and I can launch and get into his body and mm-hmm. and move him right. when he's elevated, right? 
leave him alone. Or if not you, be thrown off by it. <laughs> yeah, or not be, exactly. You have to be able to control your body. And Absolutely. I mean, because that's what I used to do with, you know, Oakley's or Ewing's. Because yeah. I just, I had a strong enough body to take that contact. But if you don't, you leave him alone. Leave him alone. I, I want to finish with this one. Uh, what up, DP? Listen to the post-game show with Coach Hoiberg. Of note, he said that the league is tough because most teams have a super big or multiple bigs. Then he talked about how most big teams, Big Ten teams, have players that have played together for multiple seasons. Three years in, we have a big and a roster that has turned over every year. Curious, he notes what it takes to succeed, but so far we have failed to get there. You, this program has had one five star ever, and you just got him. You just got him. And people have bashed this kid, and Derek Walker is out there being a warrior, and people have bashed him, and you go, okay, listen, here's the thing. Sometimes you're shopping on a limited budget with to limited resources. It's not easy to go out and find bigs if you haven't don't have history in it. You have a five and a handful of fours, and they're finding their way. It's not good enough right now. There's no – you can't placate it. We don't have to put pay, uh, lipstick on the pig. But what you can say is, yeah, pay attention. Illinois had four seniors and a, and a, and a, and a superstar on, on, the, on the floor. They know each other. They're walking they, double-double. Right? They know they, each other. They've, yeah. been in this, they've been in this deep water before they're familiar. Nebraska's they're just, they're just meeting each other. But that's still not an excuse for not being able to finish. Learning to finish and learning to take shots will, will will have to happen in short notice for this team to have success. They get another opportunity. This thing about Big Ten basketball, you got another opportunity pretty quick. They have until Friday, and guess what? More bigs are on the way. Purdue, West Lafayette, Friday night, 530. We'll give you a postgame show after our high school basketball presentation on Friday. We'll postgame it for you there. And then, look. Strick, we had 36 good minutes. We'll strive Friday to get 40. How about that? That's what they got to do. They got to play 40 minutes. They can't, they can't take a minute off. Appreciate you, Hall of Famer. I will listen to you tomorrow. Big Scott, appreciate you, brother. Long night's work. Everybody, love yourself. And then while you can, love each other. I'm out. Go Big Red. <laughs>